Tune Junkies proudly presents Would You Believe It with Alex Parker. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Got a story for us today? Yeah, we'll talk about how uh, I went to Rock on the Range once and how I can never go back. I've heard (laughs) stories of this story from Chris. This is the great, this is the high from a festival I've been chasing since 2013. Let's get into it. So I went in 2013 and uh, it was pretty much on a whim where Chris would show up at work because we worked together in different buildings. But he asked me if I wanted to go and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just spend my savings that I've been saving for a car (laughs) and go to Rock on the Range. And I bought tickets the day he asked me if I wanted to go. And uh, we left. We left on a Friday after work, right? We left on a Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. We left on a Thursday night, and I met my hetero life mate that I haven't seen since, but we bonded like brothers. Gamma. 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 But we pretty much all got into uh, Chris's old Buick. Yeah. yeah, it was a Buick, right? Yep. Yeah. 1999 Buick Century Custom. Named it Merlin. And we took a ride to Columbus for the ride of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told myself I brought $2,500 just to do with what I wanted. I was a young kid. I was like 2013. I was uh, I was 21 years old. And uh, we got there and we ate at... We, we wanted to go to the original Wendy's. I remember that because we were in Columbus. We get to Wendy's and we were asking them if this was the original Wendy's. And they told us that sadly, they demolished that building. And I was like, why are you going to demolish history? Yeah. This is American history that you just demolished. So that pretty much ruined my high where I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get. Like you thought it would taste better if you yeah. went to the original <laughs> Wendy's. It's got the OG blood in it. Side note, of the whole weekend at Rock on the Range, the drink that I drank at Wendy's was one of the only non-alcoholic drinks that I drank in four days. Thursday night, I drank a fruit beer at Wendy's. We get to our hotel, and we're resting. We go to we go to Rock on the Range in the morning. Is it like 10 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. or something like that? This is Friday. Friday morning. Yep. And we get there. We don't know anybody there. We're just pretty much hanging out in the parking lot of Rock on the Range until the bands start playing. Because the thing about Rock on the Range is once you enter for the day, there is no re-entry after you leave. Mm-hmm. So you go in and you're making a commitment. Yeah, You're that's, making commitment until the end of the night. That's why it's good to get get in the parking lot at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Drink and eat before you go in. Fucking get loaded. Get A lot of people get shit-faced before they go in. And then they come down a little bit and then they go in. They, don't, they won't spend as much money inside. That's so we're, smart. That's like you should get groceries when you're hungry. Yeah, right. Or it's okay anyways. So we're sitting in the parking lot day, day one, Friday morning. We don't know anyone. We're just kind of roaming around our little area where we parked and we run into these two or three people i think it was two yeah it was uh they were parked next to us and we didn't know what to do they were seasoned they were seasoned rock on the range goers they'd Mm -hmm. been there a couple of years and they were from pennsylvania i remember um we're sitting there we meet we meet these guys who invite us over it's me gamma chris and abby his girlfriend at the time and we have all of our pre-game 
stuff in a cooler, and they're like, yeah, bring your stuff over, and we'll just have a good time, because they were cooking on the grill, they were grilling these sausages, and had a big old cooler of alcohol, mm-hmm. They had one of those liquors. old, old, like, 80s vans. Like Explorer vans. Oh, that's yeah. cool, these sound like cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just living it up, they had jamming on the radio, just music that we like, mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, these are fucking cool people, they invited us right over. Within like 10 minutes of even being in the parking lot, they're like giving us beer. Mm-hmm. We're trading, we're trading alcohol, trading, just being friendly. And it's a good ass time. And it really, really opens me up to like, all right, let's fucking start her <laughs> up. That's what I'm here for. Let's have a fucking good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they let us in on their little game. They're kind of giving us the ins and outs of what to do from experienced How to festival goers to two people that have never came to rock on the range before telling us to get your fill in of alcohol and food before you go in to save money because beer and food in the venue is so expensive mm-hmm. it always is i mean it's not just a, i mean pbrs were seven dollars oh my that was uh, then you should hear what they are now i'm afraid yeah it's not fun but yeah back then it was pbrs were seven dollars and i mean that that even sounds kind of Decent to yeah, what I go to now. Yeah, it's it's now seven dollars. That's fine. The last time I was there, there were twelve bucks. Twelve dollars. Oh, when I went to Warp Tour, there were sixteen dollars. Last year. Well, when we went to see Incubus, that fucking Lamarita I had was fourteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you bought a Lamarita <laughs> for fourteen. What are you a girl or something? <laughs> hey man, hurry on, brother. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we're sitting there. We're eating some fucking sausages and hamburgers and stuff. That they're grilling up. We're trade. We're trading. Like information, like oh, what's up, man? Like talking about life from where we're from and mm-hmm. what we do as our jobs and just shooting the shit. And then they kind of let us in on uh, what to do and what not to do, just shit to stay away from. And we're like really, really into this. And then uh, we pretty much look at the bands that were playing, and we decided to not go in until there was a band that we really wanted to see. It's like 2 o'clock. No, like 2 o'clock. So we're sitting out in the parking lot for like four or five hours, mm-hmm. just shit, 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 mm-hmm. shit-faced. <laughs> and uh, by the time by the time it is all said and done, we're about to go in. They, get, they let us in on their little fucking game that they do, where they take a water bottle, and they dump all the water out, and they fill it with half orange juice and half Everclear. And we're walking up to the gate, and the goal is because after you get to the gate, all outside drinks and containers have to be thrown in the trash. Mm-hmm. So from wherever you're walking, you got to finish that bottle of orange juice and Everclear before you get to the gate. It's a decent hike. It's probably like a mile from, yeah. from where we park to the front gates. It's a decent All this hike. is so familiar. sounds so familiar. I'm just comparing. Like, okay, that's what it was like at camp punk and drum like stuff like that like i mean oh get rid of this before we get to the game all that yeah stuff. yeah so it's all very but it's pretty much festival experience yeah but it's pretty much the most potent liquor that we have in our in our hands with everclear there's not much i've ever drank that's stronger than everclear everclear is the reason i have these fucking tattoos <laughs> besides, besides like actual moonshine i think everclear or 151 mm. might be the strongest shit i've ever had but I mean, if you weren't drunk before you started drinking Everclear, you're drunk after. And if you were drunk before, you're fucking hurting, spinning. <laughs> and knowing me, I mean, we had a uh, 
I remember me and Gamma were drinking 40s because we stopped at some random liquor store on the way trying mm -hmm. to find some of our favorite liquors. But turns out Ohio is fucking weird and their liquor stores are totally different than our liquor stores in Indiana. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't have nearly the much, like, Indians are alcoholics. Well, it, Indiana is. Yeah, nothing else. Jesus somehow. Hoosiers, yeah. <laughs> Us Hoosiers, we like our liquor a little bit more than Columbus's. <laughs> yeah, like them sissies in Cleveland. <laughs> but we finally find some alcohol that we like, and uh, we buy a bunch of it. We're buying fucking handles of fucking rum, fucking whiskey. I think we were drinking, uh, it was Southern Comfort. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was when line. I was in my, my Southern Comfort phase. I used to drink a bottle of that night. Near Christmas sure. time, they make like a gingerbread flavored Southern Comfort. It's really good. But we were drinking a lot of Southern Comfort, uh, like Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey, mm -hmm. Jack Daniels Fire. We were just all that hard liquor we could find. We're just drinking it out the bottle and sharing it. We don't mm -hmm. care. What's a germ? And... Uh, yeah, we start like we we're tying it on, and me and Gamma and a couple other people got a couple a couple of forties, and we wanted to see who could chug because I was notorious from I'd met Gamma that day. I like, he worked with Gamma, I didn't. I worked mm -hmm. in a different building, but we hit it off right away. I was like, "Yeah, you're a stranger, and we're gonna sleep together." <laughs> Not sexual intercourse. But Not like... sexual intercourse. It's just I met the dude. Oh no, the story just started. We'll see. Where we're going. <laughs> We got these 40s, and uh, we, were, we were getting on the topic of how I was known in my friend group for chugging alcohol and chugging beer. I always got into a thing of, I was known as the power stance, where I would <laughs> squat down, I would spread my legs. And shit your pants. No. And shit my pants. Well, no, I would just squat down, spread my legs, and pound of fucking beer as hard as I could. I mm -hmm. could chug I could chug a Miller Lite in two seconds. It hurts me, but I can still do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll, I'll do it at a show some night. Okay. It hurts me, but I can still... So Parker was... I'll buy it. Parker was all game for this, him to show off his skills, but didn't know what kind of skills Gamma, Gamma had. had. Gamma was a fucking bottomless pit. He could just open his throat and pour alcohol down his throat and it not even not even gulp. No swallow needed. Straight open his like throat. A drain, like a drain. Drained it down. He drained it. A 40 ounce of Corona into his fucking stomach. I didn't know he could do this either. This was the first time we hung out at work, but we talked all the time at work. I could not. I had never seen anything like it. I mean, there was like, this was like shit you would see like a tiny ass girl do on YouTube. <laughs> like, have you ever seen those videos where mm -hmm. these tiny ass girls are just inhaling a fucking beer that's bigger than they are? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, I didn't even move my throat. It just didn't there. Well, he could do that. And I was just blown away. I was like, keep doing it, bub. Keep doing it. I want to see this. I want to keep seeing it. <laughs> and it was kill. I could tell he was dying. Mm -hmm. I got this motherfucker so drunk because I was just like, I want to see you do it some more. <laughs> yeah. you get, hey, show the, hey, show these people what you can do. <laughs> hey, hey, come hey, here. Come hey, here. No, that's legit what we would do. They, people would walk past and be like, hey, y'all want to see this dude chug a beer? And then everyone's like, hell yeah, dude, rock on. And they would stop and... He'd be like, I oh, uncap a Modelo, which is what he drank, yeah. and he'd just fucking it's down Modelo, fool. And they'd be like, that's pretty, that's fucking metal, dude. And then they'd leave. And that was, we would just force him to do this fucking trick for everybody to pass. So where are we? Are we, this is still are we, day one. Are, are we past the gate? No, no, no this, this is before way, we go to the gate. Okay. This, this was uh, us, this is how drunk we got before we started drinking the Everclear, because that's a pretty important part. Um, 
pretty much day one was safe. Day one was safe. I got really insanely intoxicated. I puked once at the venue, and I think that's why I took my shirt off. <laughs> because I got puke on my shirt. So, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. They were walking in, him and Gamma, down that bottle of Everclear. Okay, and the orange juice. And orange juice. We get inside, and they have to go to the bathroom. And me and Abby, I want to go check out the merch. So I'm like, all right, we'll meet back here in like five, 10 minutes. And he's like, all right. Never saw him again. <laughs> oh, no. Never saw him again. Yep, didn't see him the until, day or until the, rest, until the day. rest of the day, until we got back to the car. Me and Gamma are just hanging out, drinking. We find, we kind of, uh, we didn't, because this was our first year there, we didn't realize that the only way to get onto the field is if you have pit tickets. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you have to stand outside in like the seat area, which is fucking lame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's I mean, stadium and then there's field, which is yeah. The field is where all the action is at. Mm -hmm. It's just a crowd of people right in front of the bands and like if you're not there you've got to sit up on the stage just to see anything and it's really far away. Not a good time. Well we only had the fucking general admission general admission, not field tickets. Well we've we kind of realized that the people that were going onto the field were all like in a giant, giant, giant congregation trying mm -hmm. to flash their little band that they are allowed to go onto the field. And I would just get into the middle. Like we figured out you could just get into the middle of all those people and squeak by people that are checking your bands. Mm -hmm. And as long as you stay in the middle, because there's people out there kind of like looking at your wrists. Like, yeah, there's two guards on the entrances that just like, they're like, hold up your wrist. And they're looking for the wristband. It's a certain color, and you know there's fucking twenty people. There's there's more no, than twenty. There's yeah. like hundred people. And it's like just, impossible. It's like Assassin's Creed blending in with yeah. yeah it's exactly crowd. yeah. And pretty much we would get in the middle, and as soon as we got to the thing, we would bum rush right out into the crowd, and then you're gone. Mm -hmm. Like there's no fighting you. Yeah, they can't get you. You're safe. <laughs> And the only way to get caught, because we got caught a couple of times, like, oh, you got to get out, you got to get out, yeah. you got to get out. And, and that's all gonna, they did. They just were like, not, hey, bud, you don't have a wristband, you got to go. Like, all right. They don't kick you out. They just kick you back out to the where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then you just go to another entry and do it again. Mm -hmm. Because at all times of the day, they're coming on and off the field. They're always busy up there. It's an exhausting job. This is inside of, uh, then it was Columbus Crew Stadium. It's a soccer stadium. So there's the main stage, which is inside the stadium. And then on the left side, outside of the stadium, there's a stage. And on the right side, outside mm -hmm. the stadium, there's another stage. And uh, we would we found out the trick because someone let us in. Like, yeah, you know, you guys can still go out there. You just can't get caught. And we would, right away, we would just go straight into the thing. And uh, that was what we did all day. We would go and buy our beers and we would shoot right back in. Mm -hmm. And we stayed the whole entire day right in the middle, like right in the thick of all the bands, front row, all that shit. And I remember I had gotten sick and I had puked on my shirt and it was, it was so hot. And I remember I came prepared. I came in with like a pair of shoes or I think it was sandals. Mm -hmm. It was sandals and I had a pair of khaki shorts on and I had a pair of basketball shorts on underneath it. And then I had my shirt on and I got so drunk that I puked on my shirt. So I just tossed my shirt down. And I was the rest of the day with no shirt on. And that put like a natural <laughs> space away from people in the pit. Like people, people in the crowd were like pissed off that I didn't have a shirt on. Cause I was a chunky, sweaty dude. Like a drunk, sweaty. People were trying to fight me. Because I didn't have a shirt. <laughs> like, Yo, put your fucking shirt on fat ass. 
And I was like, what you going to fucking do? I was drunk. I was talking shit. Mm. I was bigger than a lot of guys that were talking shit to me. Like, what the fuck are you going to do, dude? Pretty much nobody fucked with me. I just had a natural space where people weren't bumping into me and shit. Well, towards the end of the night, uh, the whole entire reason I went wanted to go was because corn was playing. And I've been drinking all fucking night, beer after beer. After, I didn't care about the price. We get we get to the we get up to the last band and corn is playing, and I shoot up to the front and I fight my way up to the front in between right right in front of the guardrail to corn, and I watch corn fucking front row, and people are like ripping at my clothes trying to get in front of me, and I'm just not having it, and my fucking pants ripped, <laughs> so I just lost my pants, and I'm in my basketball shorts now. I fucking lost my I lost my sl- I've lost my sandals and by the time the show was done I'm trying to remember where we parked okay so, okay, okay hold on Chris so you you haven't seen him since you walked in I and then when you see him again he's got no shoes listen on. <laughs> listen so this is where I'm gonna step in because okay. now this is this is from my perspective I haven't seen him all day. We leave at the end of like their encore, not after the end of the song. As I I know the song is blind. Yeah. Halfway through, I'm like, we got to start going to get out to the car. We get out there. Pe- uh, song's over. People start coming out, and I'm sitting there. Ten minutes go by. Twenty minutes go by. Thirty minutes go by. I'm like, dude, where the fuck is Parker? Because Gamma came to the car first, yeah. and I said, dude, where's Parker? And he goes, I don't know. I lost him. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> So we know how drunk I am. We're sitting there waiting, and I and I'm like, oh, is that him? No, no, is that him? No. And then, out of the darkness, comes this stumbling dude, and I'm like, what the fuck? Because you're right. He's only got now. He's got different clothes on since the last time I saw him. (laughs) Not wearing a shirt. He's got no shoes. (laughs) No shirt. No shoes. And drunk as piss, I imagine. He walks up, and I look down. I'm like, Parker, where are your shoes? And then he says, I'm front row corn, dude. <laughs> and I <laughs> I didn't have to ask any more questions. I was like, I'm front row suddenly, corn, dude. <laughs> everything suddenly made sense. I was like, all right. I'm fucking standing outside the car with my in my shorts. And that's all I'm in. And I was just lucky that I remember to grab my wallet and my phone out of my shorts that were laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I put them in my pocket. And I'm sitting there just, they're like, get in the car, get in the car. And there was this car pulling away with these chicks in it. And they were like these hot chicks. And I was like, I don't remember exactly what I said. I was like, hey, girl, you want a piece of this? And I go to the front of fucking Chris's car. And I grab a hold of this fucking fender. And I start pumping his fucking car. Oh, no. The thing is, it wasn't even, it was one thrust. He goes, wham. And he put a fucking dent in my car. <laughs> with my dick. I've heard, I've heard about that part before. People would ask, like, well, what's this dent? Baseball? Nope. No, it's not. Would you like to hear the story? It's more like a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, I finally, they finally coerced me into the car, and we are waiting in line. Someone finally lets us in, from what I remember. And I pretty much, as soon as I get in the car, I fucking pass out. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, you were in front row corn, dude. <laughs> yeah. I fucking pass out, and, like, as soon as I finally get back, because we part, we... Waited too late because it was just like a sporadic moment thing where we were trying to get a hotel room, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. So we had to put all the hotels in the area were booked. So we had to park out or we had to get a hotel a little outside of Columbus. Yeah, it was it was like um, it was a ways out there. But I remember we were 
we were stationed basically across from that toy barn. Yeah. And we would go out and we would drink and we were looking at the Lamborghinis that were sitting out there. I think it was Duluth, Ohio. Yeah. It was like Duluth or Dublin or some shit like that. I don't Dublin. Know. Dublin? Was it Dublin? Yeah. yeah. So, day one. Great success. Great success. Then this. Okay. Second morning, I am so exhausted because we didn't <laughs> get back to the hotel until like two o'clock in the morning. I don't yeah, think it was. It was late. Late, late. Because it takes it, it takes an hour to get out of that traffic. There's oh yeah, 12, oh yeah, absolutely. People. Yep. And they they come day two, banging on our fucking door at a certain time early in the morning, like yo guys, we gotta go, we gotta get back to the thing, and I'm like still drunk. And dead because my voice was so hoarse from yelling all night, <laughs> fucking being a drunk asshole. And fucking Gamma left them in the room because I'm still in bed, mm-hmm. sunburnt. I'm I a fucking, I was a sunburned fat dude because I went all day at a fucking festival. And you're pretty on. pasty, like yeah, yeah all, all day at a fucking venue with no shirt on. You're gonna be blistered. Mm-hmm. Well, day two I did her again. <laughs> yeah, boy. Well, when they got in the room, okay, this will be second non-alcoholic drink I've had. They gave me a fucking Gatorade. Since the root beer at Wendy's. Since the root beer at mm-hmm. Wendy's. This is the second non-alcoholic drink I've had. They gave me a blue Gatorade. I remember blue because it was my favorite color. That's all we had in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they gave me the Gatorade, and I chugged half of it and sat it down. I get dressed, and we go back. And as soon as we get there, there we go. Popping over a Miller Lite. Pull out, the, pull out the chairs, get the cooler out, and let's start drinking. Yep, that was my breakfast. Fucking Miller Lite. Tight. Miller Lite and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That's America. America. Fuck yeah. So we're we're doing her again. We're doing her again. And uh we're sitting out in the parking lot catching up with because we pretty much lost rain mm-hmm. and Evan. Evan Hubert. Evan Hubert. Got it. And uh catching up and coercing with them about the previous or previous day's events and we told them about how <laughs> front row corn we showed them off the dick dent mm-hmm. and all that shit and they were telling us like oh yeah we should have told you guys we can get you a uh, field pass <gasps> i forgot about this like yeah like we have field passes we didn't realize that you guys didn't have field passes it's like yeah we can just there's we found one of these guys who uh after he scans your ticket to give you a thing he's not checking it off so we can just hand him the ticket Get it, and then we'll hand it off to you, and then you do it. You can go to any one and get it checked off. Because what they were doing is if you had a ticket for field, you would go to the guy, they'd scan it, and then they'd take a permanent marker and mark it so that you couldn't reuse it. This guy wasn't taking the markers? He wasn't marking them. Because he was a pimp. He was OG helping out the The poor kids. kids. Yeah. And uh, we we got – because there's a couple of times where they're like, all right, come over here, and we would walk away Mm -hmm. because we didn't want them to touch our ticket. Because we only had one. We had it passed off. We had to pretty much get it in succession three times. Yeah. We all had to use the same ticket. Three times. Yeah. And uh, fucking, there was a couple of times we're like, oh, yeah, we'll take it. And we had to run away from the table and come back again. And we finally all got our ticket. And, and then you're all, good. And then we're good for the day. And then we get the, the field pass. And so day two, day two, we all have field passes. We don't have to worry about bum rushing in anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you're safe. And we're safe. So we don't have to fight with all that shit we can do whatever the hell we want and uh we go at it again and uh th- this is the day that like all that remains and uh bullet for my valentine are playing and this is uh, kind of early in the day i think yeah it was before was, it was 
like four o'clock maybe around but i'd been still drinking all day i've still drunk from the day before so it wasn't hard to keep at that fucking pace that Mm -hmm. i was at night because it didn't take very much to get me back there Mm -hmm. and uh i remember bulletproof valentine was playing and everybody was crowd surfing and someone gave me the fucking bright idea to my fat ass try to crowd surf (laughs) well i was like all right my buddy evan and rain were right next to me and shit and uh i stood evan was a big guy he was my size maybe mm-hmm. a little bit bigger and i grab a hold of his neck and i step on rain's leg and i jump up and people just fucking move out the way <laughs> oh, no! and i fall down and i remember that all i can smell is fucking body odor piss stale beer stale cigarettes and i can't get any oxygen people just closed back and let me fucking lay on the ground mm-hmm. and i'm starting to suffocate the people are starting to step on me and i'm freaking out and i'm like i'm gonna die people can get trampled and die oh, absolutely. That does like, i was legitimately afraid that i was like this, this is, is it. gonna fucking go <laughs> yeah. and evan realizes i'm not up in the fucking sky and he's like pushes people out of the way and like get him to the front and i was not anywhere close to the front so i actually got to fucking crowd surf because i was <laughs> that was the only way to yeah. get me up to the front the only way to get to the front is and they fucking crowd surfed me so i got my fucking wish to crowd surf but i was so trampled and drunk and you didn't really couldn't breathe it. that i it didn't enjoy it i i, I felt sick because mm-hmm. i couldn't breathe and all i was breathing it was that nasty air down below mm-hmm. and they get me up to the front and they get me into a wheelchair and I'm like declining it. I'm like, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And it's like, if you're up here, you've got to go. And they like forced me to go to the fucking hospital. Oh my God. And uh, I'm sitting in a fucking wheelchair and they're pushing me. And I remember looking up and I give the fucking horns to bullet from my Valentine and fucking Matt t- flicked the guitar pick <laughs> at me. And I was mad because I was like, stop, fucking stop. Let me get I that. get that pick. <laughs> that was for me. And fucking, they take me over there, and I'm like refusing serve. I'm refusing to go to the hospital. And they're like, it's protocol. If you do this, you have to go. And I was like, I can't afford it. I don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. And they're, I'm like refusing. And if you refuse legally, they have to say okay. Yeah, I think you're allowed to decline service. Yes. Like, yeah. And they were like, because I was so drunk, they're like, you can't make, you can't make an accurate. Yeah judgment yeah, on this so they followed me off in the ambulance they're nowhere to be found like they're they're the only people that know if i'm alive or dead they don't know where i'm at and i guess gamma knew that i was going to the hospital yeah because he wanted to ride in the hospital in the ambulance with me yes and they was like unless you're family you can't go so then i think it was after bullet we went and saw another band and then i think it was the, whoever played after bullet and then we left the stage and just by chance, came out of the same gate. Gamma was sitting at a pillar with his head in his hands. And I was like, Gamma, what's up, dude? And he's like, first thing he says, Parker went to the hospital. I'm like, what the fuck is going, what? And what he, is this and trip? And he's like, he's like, yeah, he got he got hurt in the pit or something, and they fucking took him. And I was like, why didn't you go with him? He's like, they wouldn't let me. Like, I'm not his brother, so they wouldn't let me go. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I flagged down a guard or somebody who's, you know, wearing a lanyard that means you're official and i was like so my friend just went to the hospital how do i go get him and come back and not and be able to come back inside and they were like come to this gate and we'll let you in and i was like all right that's the only way you can get back in yes 
is you if, have you to find go to the somebody, <laughs> if you find somebody cool enough to let you back in, like you just mm-hmm. come to this gate, say my name, and yeah. I'll remember you. So by chance, they luckily well, we'll get there. So we get in the car. We drive downtown Columbus to this hospital. And we're like, yo, we're looking for Alex Parker. Alex John Parker, whatever the fuck you would, however you, however you said it. And they were like, okay, go up here. We find him in his room. <laughs> He's drunk as shit. <laughs> so fucking. I, don't, I wish I would remember what they clocked my blood alcohol level at. Because I bet it was so, it was so high that they were pumping, pumping fluids into me with, through an IV. To sober him up. To sober me up. They were trying to pump all the alcohol out of my blood. <laughs> Damn. And they were pumping so much in there that I was like, okay, I already had to pee before, but now I really got to pee. And they're like, well, I can't leave the room. I got to watch you pee. Mm-hmm. And they gave me this like 37 ounce thing. And I was like, you're going to need more than that, bub. And he was like, I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm pretty sure that you won't be able to fill this up. And I was like, all right, it's your hands, not mine. Cause I was still drunk and making jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to piss all over your hands, dude. He's like, well, I'll grab one just to be safe, but I don't think you're going to fill up this whole thing. And I was like, all right, let her rip. And I start fucking peeing in this thing. And it was so weird <laughs> having a fucking nurse hold this jug while I piss in it. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking standing there trying to not feel awkward, but I can tell he's awkward cause I've got dick in hand <laughs> and I've got, I've got a neck brace on because I was <laughs> fell on my neck and shit. So I'm like, I can't really hold it, wrestle with it really well on aim. I'm trying not to pee on his hands. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. It's about to be full. I got to go. I got to go still. And he's like, holy shit, you filled it up. That's like 37 ounces. And I filled up that whole thing and half of another one. He's like, this is the most pee I've ever seen a human release. And I was like, told you. So we're finally sitting there. They do some, they do some CT scans on me to see if I'm all right. And I already told them I'm okay. I was like, as soon as they started to sober me up, I was like, when can I be released? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is gonna hurt me so bad because I kept bitching. I was like, you guys, I told you not to bring me here. I don't have insurance. <laughs> you can't pay for this. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I was worried about. I was like, I can't afford this yeah. shit. This is a foreign country. It took me six years. It took me six years to pay that off. I didn't pay it off until Amanda moved in with me and we kept getting things where it was like really, really dinging my credit and she would pay it. She paid it off for me with her money out of her fucking... Is that your wife? Yes. Okay. She's Shout a out to Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. And uh, pretty much they sober me up. They get the old clay. They said, oh, you know, I'll clear to go, but we don't recommend it. We go back to the festival. We all look at each other and we're like... Whatever. Because I was mad they sobered me up. I was like, I spent a lot of money to get this drug, and you fucking ruined it. <laughs> I gotta spend more to get back. They released me, and they recommend that I go back to the uh, hotel and rest. And they recommended to me that I just go home. They said that I'm in no shape to go back to the festival. And I was like, if you insist, what the fuck ever, right? We got out of that hospital. We were in the parking lot, and we all looked at each other. We were like, fuck that. We're going back. And I said, Parker, you want a beer? And he said, yep. Popped the trunk. And he fucking shot slammed on the ground. He said, fuck this place. I flipped off the fucking cameras and got back in the car, dude. And fucking, all right, uh, we get back and they're like, hey, we can get back in. There was a really cool lanyard chick who can let us in. Mm-hmm. And we get over there and 
We couldn't really find her right away, but then we finally spotted her, and Chris flagged her down like, "Yeah, come in." This is the dude with the hot from the hospital, and he yeah. showed his thing, and they were like, "All right, come on in." And they let us back in. And I spent the rest of the night fucking catching back up. I was like, "I got a lot of time to make up for," because I was there. I, I we didn't get back until like nine o'clock. Yeah. Well, I, I think like, it was like seven, seven or eight, but seven yeah. Seven or eight, but yeah, it was starting to get dark, and I was like, I got a lot of fucking lost time to make up for. I go to the fucking bar and give me a couple of beers, because they, they only let you have two at a time, because there's people buying for underage people, Yeah. and uh, they would always ask you, who, who is this for? And like, not like it matters, you can tell it's for anyone, and they're mm-hmm. not going to know, because we were buying beers for Abby, weren't we? Dude, Abby, she would, I'd be like, hey, will you go get me a beer? And she would come back with, like, two. And I'd be like, how did you? And she'd be like, some guy just gave this to me. I'm like, well, I'm going to drink that one, and you can have the other one. Yeah. And I, and I, she'd be like, I'll, she'd go to the bathroom and come back with beer. I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, some guy bought these for me. I'm like, man, the perks of being a hot chick at a yeah. music festival. They'd be like, it's the boobs. you ain't got no beer, lady. Take these. Because I remember that night, I think it was that night, actually, after we got back, and Flames was playing. And we were on the side stage, and she mm-hmm. crowd surfed. And I remember that I was, I was drunk again, <laughs> and she crowd surfed, and I didn't realize who it was. I just that was Abby's first time crowd surfing too. That I convinced her to be like, get up there, like do it. She's like, I don't know this band. Don't worry about it. We'll get you. We'll get basically, you when you come back. Basically, after I felt her boobs, I spent the whole entire right. night. I spent the entire yeah. night. I spent the entire night apologizing to Chris. I was like, totally didn't mean to do it, dude. I feel like a douchebag. Please don't leave me in Columbus. He was like, dude, if you bring it up again, I will be mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> leave it alone. Leave it's it alone. Fine. Shit happens. Leave it alone. And he was like, go get another beer. <laughs> Drink it off. And I remember that I'd lost my wallet down on the floor somewhere. I didn't realize I, I went to go and pay for a beer and my wallet was gone. And then I realized that I gave my wallet to Gamma to hold it the entire time because I was in basketball shorts again mm-hmm. and I didn't want to lose it. And I was freaking out because I was like, oh, my cash is in here. Because I, I, I brought like two twenty five hundred bucks and luckily the hotel room that we were staying at had a safe that you could use. Mm-hmm. So I would bring, I would pretty much budget out my days, right? You have this much cash you can use mm-hmm. today. You have this much cash tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I got like $800 in here, dude. <laughs> What the fuck do I do? And he's like, why would you bring $800 to a festival? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, here's this. Here's this. Buy your beer. Give it back to me. And pretty much that day ends. I go back. No, we meet this fucking, we meet this fucking kid. Oh, was that, was that Sunday morning that we did that? Or was that Saturday night? I think we met this guy, this kid. Okay. Because I think there was a certain point where there was no more bands that we wanted to see for Mm -hmm. the night. And we started going back out and tailgating, and this kid showed up. And we were stupid enough to give this kid fucking alcohol. But anyway, we were doing this game where whenever, whenever you have glass bottles and shit, you can take a glass bottle and smack it on the top of another glass bottle, and it foams up. And if it foams up, oh, I know that. You got to fucking chug it because you can't waste the beer. And we were giving this kid, I was like, all right, kid, you're, yeah, you can have a beer. And the first thing is what we do is, oh, you got to chug it. Starting them off. Starting them off right, you got to chug it. And mm-hmm. I, every time I gave him a beer, I was like, I was smacking the top. I was like, you got to chug it until the foam is gone. And he was getting mad because he couldn't get me back. Because I was like, you're not going to get me in my own game, dude. <laughs> right? Like, I'm the one that showed you this. <laughs> All right. Well, come, come Saturday, uh, 
pretty much skipping through. Sunday was kind of irrelevant. I was drunk all day, but nothing really exciting happened. Besides, I played in a guitar solo contest and lost terribly. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Were you I was during no. The there was just a bunch of like I was trying to do solos with like form and actually did something in that just total bullshit wankery and mm-hmm. things that bullshit wankery that people do in fucking guitar center that you can't stand and shit. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do something that sounded good, and everybody else is just doing this bullshit like tappies and. There's a guy that played with his teeth and everything. It was pretty much all about uh, more like a something like a flash, like a yeah. flashy type of thing, yeah. like shred as hard as you can, as fast as you can. Whoever's more impressive wins. You know, if you go to shit your pants while you did that, oh, I bet so. I bet that's went, memorable. That is memorable. I don't remember a guy who shit his pants doing a guitar solo before. I remember a guy who played with his teeth. Yeah. His fucking but I, I lost, I lost that miserably. That was pretty much. The highlight was I saw Lamb of God and that was sick. Met that kid again and uh, we were out there and he finally caught me off guard. Cause is this was, the last night of Rock? Yeah, Island? this was this Sunday was night Sunday. and yeah. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. Had, from, had you had any other nope. non-alcoholic beverages? Nope, that was it. The Gatorade, the Gatorade <laughs> and the Ramir. We're sitting out there at the thing eating some fucking food. And I'm exhausted. I'm just trying to trying to do anything I can to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, this kid comes over and gets a beer. He just helps himself. And I was like, he's been drinking here the whole time. I don't care. Like, my beer is anyone's beer. And he opens it up, fucking slams his fucking beer down on mine as hard as he can. And shatters his beer into my beer. <laughs> and before I can even think about it, because mine's starting to fizz up, I shoot it back. And I just chugged no! fucking beer, and I drank so much glass. <laughs> and yeah, I, I look at Chris, and I was like, "Dude, I think I just drank glass. That's so fucking metal." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude, uh, <laughs> that is fucking metal." We have the the horns up. We're the horns, horns up. Horns Respect, up. and we pretty much called that a wrap. They went. They they watched a lot of. The, I came out earlier because I was pretty much exhausted from mm-hmm. abusing my body for three straight days. I just sat out there and ate sausages with the rain. Yeah, I had to. Uh, that was the first and only time I ever got to see Chris Cornell perform. I got to see Soundgarden. And I remember I wanted to see it, but I was so exhausted from standing and drinking all weekend that I'm still mad to this day that I didn't watch it. But I remember how crushing it sounded from a mile away. Yeah, that's a cool thing about where where I always park is that you can hear it clear as day from where we sit. And I'm sitting out there. I drank the glass and shit, and we're all calling it a wrap before we drive back. And fucking, we go to... Waffle House. Waffle House. With Rain and Evan. With Rain and Evan. And it was the it was the shittiest food that I loved to eat because mm-hmm. it was all greasy and I was like, my body needs this. <laughs> yeah. The healthiest thing you'd done that whole weekend, honestly. <laughs> eating Waffle House. Eating greasy ass food. Yeah, it was a greasy ass omelet. And uh, we parted ways and that was the last time I saw them. Well, I'd had we went back to the hotel and we slept. We had to clock out. We had to leave it kind of early, like right? A, uh, check out was like at 11. 11. But I remember we came home and uh, fucking Gamma had slept in my bed. Like we were talking about, because he was always talking about how he's going to find his little white buffalo chick like he was gonna marry this chick and he was he was the smoothest fucking dude i think i ever met 
because he was literally he was literally getting numbers left and right from chicks and shit. And I was like, how are you doing this? And he was a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. I give him that. But he's like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to find someone to bring back to the hotel. Sorry, dude. And I was like, no, you do what you do. I don't you care. Do, but he slept in my bed and was like cuddling with me. And I was like, dude, you don't want to cuddle with me because I've got bad fucking beer shit gas. <laughs> And I was fucking shitting my guts out in the fucking bathroom, and it made the whole fucking place leak. And in the morning, we left, and we stopped at a fucking, we stopped at a truck stop, and I'm sitting there fucking talking to Chris, just like, dude, I had such a crazy weekend. And I remember I tried to let a fucking fart out while I was taking this. (laughs) No, no, no. Fucking shit. Fucking pants, dude. <laughs> I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. I'll tell you, man. Oh my Let's God. clarify that this is the. We're recording this the same time we did the scene spot with him. We already heard two <laughs> And I'm like so fucking distraught because I'm still like, I can feel my stomach sloshing around with alcohol. I'm like, I take my shoes off, which is a big scary thought to do in a nasty truck stop mm. and I just take oh. my underwear off and I throw it in the toilet not even thinking <laughs> I try to fucking flush my underwear down the fucking toilet <laughs> and it fucking floods everywhere and he's out he's out talking to Abby and shit and she's like doing somersaults and all happy and they're like what took you so long and Chris is like he shit his pants <laughs> so called him out on it Oh man, I feel like that is the perfect ending though for yeah, that story. I mean, is there more? No, yeah, we drove home through the fucking country. All right, so how much you spend? Fucking seventeen hundred bucks. Take it or leave it, plus or minus a little bit. Is that the including hospital? No, not including hospital. Bill, no, including the hospital bill would be about thirty five hundred bucks. That's a thousand. Twelve hundred dollars alone for the fucking ambulance ride. That's a movie, dude. The greatest and best weekend, most expensive weekend we've ever had. And to this day, having been four other times, I have never had as much fun as I did that first time we went. So, audience, would you believe it? <laughs> would you believe it? My bank account would. Oh, dude. I, it's just so good because Chris was there and he can, you know, he can confirm a lot of this can, stuff. Can confirm. That's a Texas size 10 for there, bud. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, this could have been its own episode, honestly. How long? Oh, it's definitely probably going to be its own episode. Yeah, it's going to be its own episode. So this will be like, yo, these are the kind of stories Parker has. This is about the only one that's like this long. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this is about three, three, or, days, three or four so. days. Yeah. Like, this could be three four. But, yeah, so there you have it. This is the first installment of Would You Believe Without Parker. Thank you, thank you, Alex. Thank you for that story. Yes. Oh, thank God. you for taking me down memory lane. I bring shame to my father. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need any help with that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, well, my name is Nick. And I am Chris. And I'm Parker. <laughs> and this is Tune Junkies. See ya.